Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Perspective as a Motherfucker. I am your host, Aaron Streeter, with my co-host over here, James Patrick III, a.k.a. JP3. Thank you. We have a good uh, show for you guys tonight. Um, I have not only a real estate broker, but someone that was actually a former politician. So um, we're really going to be talking about, as far as with everything going on in the housing market currently, but also as far as the, uh, the state of politics. So... Stay tuned. People, people always look at the finished product and they never look at how people started. Like the same thing you, me, or anybody else. You just don't become the main. Most people regret what they didn't do. I got so many things I've done, so many investments I've done. Bad investments, good investments, okay investments. And the only investments that I think about is the ones I did do. So that person sitting on the fence, you like, get off the fence, it's time to move. Nike, just do it. <laughs> this is, look, 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 look. What, what are you waiting on? That was the best 20 minutes ever. <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado, my guest for tonight is Darren Gardner. How you doing? I'm doing all right, brother. How about yourself? I'm well. I'm well. Um, it's been a little while, man. Uh, yeah, man. It's been some years. It's been some years. For yeah. Sure. So what have you been up to? Uh, real estate, man. Just focus on growing the empire, man. That's 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 been the focus. Okay. It's okay. Just elevate, elevate. Of course. So as far as um, you know, how long have you been in real estate for? I started in 2015. Uh, that was that that was when I started. And I said I started in twenty fifteen. That's when I bought my first home. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Started twenty fifteen, bought my first home that same year. In twenty fifteen I bought my first investment property also. Bought it with six thousand dollars. Wow. Right? Okay. But I only had five thousand dollars. <laughs> wow. But I bought it for six. So how's that work? <laughs> so all I had was six thousand dollars. I bought it for five, right? Yeah. So what did I have to do? I had to call my mom or call my cousin, right? And yeah. ask for money, right? And yeah. what did they say? Probably no. No. <laughs> no, I'm, jo- I'm joking. I didn't call them. But the point is, is I need to get the money from somewhere, right? Yeah. So you need to get the money from somewhere. What do you do? Okay. I t- so I talked to the guy who owned the house. I said, well, what do you think about taking a mortgage out on the house for me, I'll pay you a thousand I'll pay you a thousand dollars in twelve months. No payments. No monthly payments. Just twelve months from the day, I'll pay you a thousand dollars. What do you think about that? Cause all I got is five thousand dollars. So okay. I, you know, I ain't really got no matter that call, oh, right? Okay. Sure. Wow. So I wouldn't you know, it says, says you ask, you have not because you ask not. Yeah. Right. Um, so I asked him. I had it. Boom, boom, boom. One year later, gave him $1,000. Wow. Wow. And the rest was history. And from that one transaction, buying my first house, I made millions of dollars. Just off of that single decision of purchasing the home. From the gentleman that sold me the home, that one single decision changed my whole life. 
Now, with that purchase, was that something you knew from the get-go, from the time that you bought your house, your your own personal home that you wanted to get into real estate and investing? Or I, I would, that I'm a Googler. I'm a Googler. Like, you know, you know, like some people say that Rico Suave, some people say they're a genius. I say I'm a Googler. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 I mean, I got my own certification. I, I, I didn't go to, you know, Seattle to get it. But when I tell you I'm a Googler, like I, I am a Googler. I'm I'm very thorough when it comes to Google. And that's how I spent years just Googling real estate. And I had money, I put it aside, say, oh, I'm gonna buy this house, buy that house. I keep looking online. Oh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. get this house, I'm gonna get that house. I never did it. Just talking, right? Yeah. Finally, I bought my first home. And then once I bought my first home, I felt like, okay, now you ran out of excuses. You got no, because I would always say yeah. that, oh, I'm not going to buy the house because I want the first time home buyers program. And I want to make sure that I get, you know, the first mm-hmm. time. All right. And when it was time for me to buy a house, you know how much the first time home buyers program gave me? Uh, not what you were thinking? None. <laughs> really? Probably Zero. a little less. You well, and, and because. I got a better understanding of what the first time homebody program was. Yep. I was blind to the fact of what it really was. I just thought they would give me some money. I yeah. thought it was free. Not exactly. No. I thought it was free. I thought it was free money. Here you go, Darren. Have a nice day. I love you. Nice, mm-hmm. You know, but that wasn't the case. So what really happened was I was brought up to speed by my mortgage broker okay. who you know, just doing my loan. And he said, hey, Derek, so do you realize what you're doing, right? You know, you're able to get like a 3.2 interest rate, regular FHA loan, but, you know, if I do this, it's going to jack up your rate to like a 4.6%, man. <laughs> That's going to make your payment about 200 some dollars more a month. Jesus, nice thousands of I said, okay, 200 times 12 equals 36. 36 times 30, that's about over $100,000 difference, right? Yeah. So they're going to give me 10000 to charge me over 100000 Is it worth my time? Probably not. And then when I sell my home, I got to pay them the money back. Yeah. Right? So I just I opted out. So I waited all these years to do this first time home buyer program yeah. and never use it, right? So that's why I tell people all the time, you know, just go after what you want, do whatever it takes. It was a lesson for me. Just do whatever it takes. If you got the means to do it, just do it. Those lessons are very invaluable. There's a lot of people that are just not willing to do what's necessary sometimes. Like, sometimes you're going to eat shit. Sometimes you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to, you're going to have to move in a space of uncomfortability for for not a long time. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that they, like, they touch it for one, like, I don't like this. Yeah. And they're like, okay, like, let me go to where something's comfortable, where if you're able to thrive in that, that's something that, um, that's a skill in itself. Yeah. So when we met, uh, we met over at a uh, networking event probably about almost two years ago. It and was longer than that, man. You, you, 
This was way before COVID. Yeah, it was. Now, <laughs> COVID's been Jesus two years. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, one of networking was, two years ago. Uh, yeah, this was probably, this was me a year into the business because I was really moving and shaking like mm-hmm. uh, 2019. So yeah, this was 2019. So about the three. Um, but when we met, you know, you, you know, you told me you were in the political realm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, 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 a little bit of backstory before we go into that. You know, where are you from originally? I'm from a little small country town called uh, Lake Wells, Florida. Okay. That's where I'm from. Um, I spent 18 years of my life there. Okay. And when I turned 18, I came to Jacksonville. What brought you here of all places? At Waters. Oh, oh AWC. Absolutely. Okay. So I graduated from Waters University. Uh, with, HBCU. Absolutely. <laughs> graduated there with a bachelor's degree in uh, criminal justice. Okay. Did that. And um, I've been here ever since. Worked at Waters. At Waters served me well. I pledged a great fraternity there. Uh, which one? Omega Sapphire. Okay. And oh, you a Q? I'm, I'm a Q. Okay. Yes, for sure. For sure. So, uh, yeah. So that's what, I, that's what I've done. I'm here. Done a lot since I've been here. Still doing a lot, and hope to live to do a lot more. Okay. So, with everything that you know, you've you know accomplished, is your life what you envisioned all those years ago? <laughs> I'll tell you, man. Like with what I've accomplished now, I it's always like more. Like a, I'm never satisfied. Never stops. I'm never satisfied. So, like, my life is cool, you know, whatever. I have a good time. I, you know, I take care of my responsibilities, okay. right? Mm-hmm. I do my thing. But at the end of the day, am I satisfied? Am I comfortable with where I am? Hell no. Okay. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Uh, Not even a little bit. So does that mean that you want to grow the real estate empire much larger? Does that mean you want to branch out into other arenas as well Absolutely. in terms of business? Absolutely. So when it comes to the real estate business, that's it's, it's all in motion. It's all in motion. I mean, I'm, I'm a mortgage loan originator as well. Oh. So, oh, so you get to eat off both sides. Absolutely. Makes Why sense. Why would not? Yeah. All right? So that's, that's the name of the game. Like, you never... Put yourself in a corner. You know, mm-hmm. the corner is for kindergarten. I don't even think <laughs> that. If you go in the first grade, I don't even know if they put you in the corner in the first grade. I think the corner may stop in kindergarten. When they stop putting me in the, co- in the corner in elementary school, that's when I stop being in the corner. No, never put me in the corner. And so I'm, you always, in any business that I do, I'm going to always compound. Okay. There's a, there's a word. I came up with. <laughs> oh, I don't even know if I want to say it, but you trademarked it. Yeah, but maybe I need to do it after I record this. But it's, but it's called a compound real estate. Everybody talk about compound interest, mm-hmm. compound, compound real estate. So how does that work? How it works yeah. is, is you're a loan officer, check. Yeah. You're a realtor. Yeah. You're a broker. Yeah, you're the inspector. Oh, <laughs> you're an appraiser, um, right? No, this is this is, hold on, this wait, is wait, okay. Wait. I thought they have laws against that. Now. No, the not all on the same. Not on the same transaction. <laughs> this okay. is the thing. Uh, okay. So mm-hmm. you know, no, no, no. You can't stronghold that one transaction. 
and beat every single person on that one transaction. Yeah. yeah. But you can beat about two or three of them. Yeah. On that one. Yeah. But my point is, is that now you've got the certifications in place to where no matter, like, if you got appraisal needs, you got inspection money never needs, stops. the money never stops, you got all these, all these things. And then that's when you hear the saying, chasing the bad, I'm going to chase this bad, right? That's when the bad thought to chase you. There yeah. we go. And that's what you want. You don't want to chase the bad. Chasing the bad, that shit's tired. Yeah. I've yeah. done it. I'm doing I'm, it now. I've done it. Yeah. Gets tired. I've I, I done it. I'm a, I just want to just sit right here and let the bad come to me. <laughs> that's that's just where you know, and you got you gotta you gotta so at some point, it's nothing wrong with chasing the bad, but don't get me wrong. I don't regret it. But it's all about growth. Mm-hmm. Like when you get to that point. Where you say, okay, I done chased the bad long enough. All right. Now it's time for me to chase me. You know when it's time. Your time ain't my time. My time ain't your time. Your yeah. time. You understand? But 100%. there's a point in time in life where you got to tell yourself, it's time for me to let the bad chase me. And that's what I'm to do. You got to know when to say when. There's a lot of people that just don't know that. And you got to start working smarter and not just harder. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And, and you gotta know that you don't have to make all the money. You gotta make some of them. Yeah, and you just gotta, and you don't have to have all the customers. Mm-hmm. You got this one, if you got 10 customers and you only making money off of them one way, shame on you. Right? You need to figure out what your customers need and be, and, and be whatever they need. Because yeah. they already comfortable with you. Exactly. Yeah. Right, yeah. so they want to deal with somebody who they're comfortable anyway. So my thing is, if you're my customer, I'm gonna find as many ways to serve you as possible. Yeah. Why? Because if you need somebody to do something, you know what you're gonna do. You're gonna ask me. You can call somebody yeah. that you trust and you get a recommendation. Yeah, they're gonna ask me or somebody else that yeah. they know who they trust and believe in, mm-hmm. like me, and they're gonna say, "Who do I need to call for such and such?" And then you know what? I'm gonna say, "Me." Yeah, you that's what I tell. <laughs> that's what I tell my customers. You know, say, "Oh, well, do you know somebody who can build a house?" Me. <laughs> but do you know somebody who can do a roof for me? Oh, let me let me see if I got that guy number. Hold on, it's me. Yeah. Right? Do you know somebody who can do my refinance? Oh, hold on, let me, let me call this guy. Yeah. Oh, me. Right? You know somebody who can sell my mom's house in Georgia? Oh, me. So you 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 wanna that opens yourself up yeah. versus saying, oh, let me call my buddy Darren. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, I would love for you to call me. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm saying this 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 self preservation first law of nature, right? And sometimes you're gonna have to call me anyway, just because certain certain things just whatever whatever, right? Yeah. But I tell people all the time, you figure out a way to scroll whatever industry you're in. Yeah. It's not just about real estate. It's about any industry that you're in. You stronghold that industry. You know, you do credit repair. Yeah. You got life insurance. Yeah. You know, you got all these different components that come. You got, like, people who doing credit. They, they obviously concerned about their financial wealth, yeah. stuff like that. Like, what are they doing? You know, just got to, every industry have their things that you can do 
to truly compound your income, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's and that's what I've done with real estate. I've, and I'm and I'm steady. I'm steady. And, and being that you've employed that strategy mm-hmm. um, as a percentage of your business, right? Because you mentioned if you got ten clients and you're only serving them one way, right? You can either figure out other ways to serve them, or you go have to go find another ten, find clients. Another 10 clients. And yeah. it's going to be a lot harder finding yeah. another ten people yeah. to, to build is, that level of trust. And yeah, let's just let's just be frank. It's tiring. It is. Mm-hmm. Oh, acquisition is the oh. most labor and cost intensive part of the business. Listen, you can take one customer and make thirty thousand dollars off of them. Or you can have six customers and make $30,000 off of them. Which one going to be more work? Which, and which one would you rather do? Right? The one. So mm-hmm. I, and, maybe, and let's just say on the one customer, you make, make $30,000. But let's just say on the six customers, you might make forty. I would rather make $30,000 off of one customer yeah. than make $40,000 off of six. Yeah. That's me. That's you my deal with more, but you that's time. Deal with more people, time. time. My, listen, I done didn't. I'm able to enjoy my time, my life. Duh, 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 duh. And yeah, I made ten thousand dollars less. But hey, at the end of the day, you know how much stress I got to say with them, without them other five transactions. Quality of life is key. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that don't understand that. As far as they see people making not only money but money at a high level, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that aspire to that. Mm-hmm. And they look at it where it's this unimaginable, like, mountain. Yeah. Where people people always look at the finished product, and they never look at yeah. how people started. Like, exactly. the same thing for you, me, or anybody else. Right. You just don't become the man. No, you don't. And everybody think he just gonna wake up and just be the man. That's it. So go back to sleep. <laughs> right? Go back to sleep and see if that worked. Yeah. But it ain't worked for me. Nah. Mm-hmm. That's sleep. I would have just went to sleep and woke up and I was nah, that ain't where it worked. You gotta put in work, man. Yeah. So people all the time they say, Man, I wanna be like you, man. I say, What do you wanna go sleep inside the car while you rehabbing the house? Right? And the house so creepy that you scared to sleep in it. So you would rather sleep in your car. Do you wanna do that? <laughs> Oh, well, no. <laughs> oh, 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 you know what? I'm going to let you have that, right? I'm going to let you, you, you yeah. know, I salute you. I'm you, yeah. you can have that because yeah. uh, I don't, I don't like, feel it. But that's what I did. That's mm-hmm. my real life story. That's like what happened. That's not, that's like, like real life. And then you have so many people that once they see what actually you do, like, like when you eliminate all the bullshit and all mm-hmm. the like, no, this is this is what I did. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to do this? Nah, exactly. Then you really don't want it, exactly. And that's fine, exactly. Just don't, just don't say you want something and then you're complaining where someone didn't put you in position, right. things like that. It's like right. no, right. Even if I put you in position, are you gonna, are you gonna pull the trigger? Are you gonna, are you gonna make the play? Are you gonna do right. do what's required? Right, right. Like for you, yeah. as far as you know, you have a little bit of political experience. So, as far as with your numerous success, right. I mean, or even had um, a stint in politics, like what got you into the political sphere? Uh, I would say what really got me in politics was I've always wanted control. Okay. Right? I want control to be able to 
to make the moves that I want to make. Right. Yes. So I looked at politics as a vessel in order for me to do that. Right. Um, I was working at Edwards University, mm-hmm. right, and um, we were getting like slaughtered when it comes to like funding uh, from like the state. Really? And they was yeah. just kind of, they was just kind of like a lot of the funds, uh, other programs and stuff that we were, you know, doing. The funds were like get, being depleted, uh, lack of resources and stuff like that. It was just a con- a continuous amount of like lack of resources. So it wasn't a lot had to deal with. It wasn't a lot of um, alumni, you know, well, d- donations and things like that that well, kind of compensated. Nah, and HBCUs typically you're not gonna have a whole lot of alumni stuff. But this was more so. These was grant funded. Okay. Things though, specifically what what I was okay. dealing with. I, I didn't deal with alumni. Period. But okay. I'm just saying this from a historical perspective. That's something that that is is a challenge at HBCU. But I will tell you, in the past years at Edward Waters, the alumni have have done some amazing things. Okay. But um, you know, just across the board, HBCUs, that's something that you gotta work. Of course. You know. But but I was just saying it to say I was trying to put myself in the position to be able to increase the funding with the programs that we were we had underneath our umbrella. And just be more involved in the decision making when it comes to what funds are being allotted and represent Jacksonville. Essentially, it was just me just trying to put myself in a position of script. So once you like started to really get into politics, what was your initial impression as far as moving through that room? Oh man, it was quite interesting. Uh, moving through politics, it's just a lot of, it's not authentic, right? Okay. It's, Hmm. it's, it's a, it's an industry that's really not geared towards authentic people. Okay. Right. So like when you are, when you are, when you're really authentic, you don't really have a good place in politics you 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 gotta kind of you gotta kind of sell it you know you gotta be one of those people where you ever heard the saying sell water to a well yeah (laughs) you know you gotta be one of those type of people uh if you really want a real career in politics in most cases i mean Mm -hmm. there are some people that are not like that but you gotta for the most part um is it difficult to because I thought about at one point in my life I'm just as far as politics because I'm just I'm at the stage in my life where I'm too old to be lying and if you're going to ask me an honest question I'm going to give you an honest answer and yeah. you, you might be neighborhood watch captain with that well, mentality that, that, you to go too much higher yeah you're not going to go nowhere in politics <laughs> okay, with, that, with that attitude no I mean unless you got and the only and, and this is the reason why I stopped because I realize that the only way that I can get up there and do my politics and be myself, like who I truly am, mm-hmm. I got to be able to fund my own campaign. Because quite frankly, mm-hmm. half of the stuff that I'm going to want to do and want to say is not going to be that guy doggone popular. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And so 
I'm seeing all this unpopular stuff. Well, who you think gonna put their money behind? Me? Nobody. Yep. Right. Yeah. So who's gonna have to put the money on me? Yeah. Right. So I told myself that I'll never run for politics again unless I can fund my own campaign. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say what I want to say and be beholden to no one. And that's going to be that. So if you want to be in politics and you don't have a lot of money, then you want to be, be a puppet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you want to be a yes man or you can lie to them and you can tell them that you're going to say something. And then, or do something, and you're not going to, and don't do it. So you're going to be a liar or a puppet. Yeah, <laughs> or you may be a little bit of both. But yeah. you can pick the, you can pick whatever you want to mm-hmm. be is on you. But that's just the way the stuff works okay. in politics, as far as my point of view is concerned. Okay, so uh-huh. um, I would say, because we're, I say we're fairly all from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And as far as, uh, you know, I've never been in politics. I don't believe you've ever been in politics. No, for, for, for all of the reasons that Darren has expressed, yeah. that's exactly why yeah. I, I already knew I, I would yeah. be a short career in politics. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I'm, mine, mine's a short lived yeah. as well. So, um, but what I'm getting at is that we've, uh, in certain parts of our life, we've had to move in like professional spaces mm-hmm. almost to a similar degree. So, not only the political space, but also the professional space, mm-hmm. um, especially as far as you being in real estate That's and you good. being in politics at a, at, a, at a good enough level as far as being, I'm not going to say African-American. We black. We black over here. We black, y'all. So <laughs> as far as moving in that space, because um, there's a lot of, you know, we you know of code switching and things like that mm-hmm. to where... Um, Everybody has a you know a telephone voice and things like that. Oh, I got a light switch. I call it a light switch. <laughs> so I, I snap mm-hmm. it on and off, and it's yeah. and it's and it's purely authentic. It's not even. I don't even know I do it. I'm saying I don't even know I do it, but I definitely have a light switch. But I think everybody has a light switch, though. To a degree. No, every race. Every race has a light switch. Has a has a, yeah. It's just not the same light switch. It's, it's just like you got levels. a decorative light switch versus, you know, I'm sure, you know, industrial. Light any of your friends, yeah. they, they get around one group of people, they're going to talk a certain way, right? They may not be black. They yeah. you get around one group of people, they're going to talk one way. Around mm-hmm. another group of people, they're going to Everybody has a light switch. Yeah. It's just that it's noticed so much in the African-American community because being quote unquote proper is, is looked neg- down on. It's a negative it's, connotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that's that's really all it is, is that it's in that community. It, it's just more so Yeah. Know, I feel like also as far as um just having to navigate through the world sometimes, mm-hmm. so through society to where eat not that you don't, not that you don't want to present the real you, mm-hmm. but at the same time, certain things need to be good done. You need to pay the bills. You need to do what you need to do. You don't want to betray yourself, but also it's one of those things where, and maybe in earlier in my life was one of those things where I'm like, all right, where mm-hmm. people seem like, hey, like you know, you're yeah. this, you're this, like that, right. and then like you might have been out 
with a coworker and things mm-hmm. like that, and they see you turn up, right. and they're like, "Oh, who's this?" Yeah, exactly. It's it's a fine line to walk. Yeah. Like you know, how to be authentic, you know, without mm-hmm. necessarily not not conveying the image or conveying the message that you're trying to get across. Absolutely. And you ever heard of sound? Fake it till you make, make it, course. and that's mm-hmm. what a lot of people do. They fake yeah. it till they make it. So um, for me, I mean, it's like like I dress however I want to dress. I yeah. do whatever I want to do. You know what I mean? But you can't always just do that. That's just, everybody can't do that. I didn't always do that. I had the, I had the dress based on whatever event I was going to or yeah. whatever I was doing. Of course. Right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever image I wanted to portray. Of course. You have to know when you're in a position of strength. Yeah. And you got to know when you're in a position of weakness. And you need to act accordingly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's, um, I was giving uh, my buddy, you know, I've known him for like 20 years, you mm-hmm. know, since we were 10. And um, as far as like, like, even in the real estate, like investment space where, mm-hmm. let's going to say you bought like a condo or you bought a loft or mm-hmm. something like that. And your buddy that might be a lighter complexion than you might be in a track suit and you're in a, oh. let's going to say a suit, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's just not that way, but sometimes you feel a certain way to where the suit is almost armor, if you will, mm-hmm. where it convey it conveys where if you were in that same track suit, are they going to believe you're a real estate investor? Yeah, and you get you, and I think. You're to a right. Degree. No, I think you're right as far as that's what that's how people feel, uh, in some instances. Yeah. But you gotta get to the point where you don't really care what you think. Exactly. And, and when you and when you get to yeah. that point, that's when you're really successful. In my mm-hmm. because people are only gonna do to you what you're allowed to do. Yeah. And, and what you really and, and what boils down to is is that you gotta make people need you, yeah. not you need them. So the whole my whole purpose in life. As far as like setting up my stage was to make people need me and me not need them. That's intentional. Like I'm very intentional about how I set my stage and I set my stage up to where people need me. I don't need them. Okay. Right. And when I say people, you may not need me. You may not need me. But somebody's going to need exactly. Me. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's not about you needing me. But people will need me. And you have to put yourself in a position of strength. It's always about position of strength. If you're not in a position of strength, you're easy to be written off. People don't deal with me because I'm the nicest person in the world. People don't deal with me because I'm the prettiest person in the world. People deal with me because they need people like me. You ever heard that thing? Yeah. You need people like me. You need people you like need me. You need people like me. Yeah. Right? That's why people deal with me. They deal with me because you need people like me. So everybody can point the finger. Yeah. And they say, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but it's true. But it was a process. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't start overnight. Never and that's does. the thing. When you are doing something, never give up. Because the moment you give up, I can literally tell you so many instances when I was about to give up. And then that moment I didn't, I look up. And I'm talking about 
It can be seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, depending on that particular situation, but everything catapult. And be like that. So whenever you're about to give up, you know not to give up. It's right because around the corner. Obviously, something that you about to miss out on. Yeah. Really, really big. And I know so many people that gave up. And it was way smarter than me. It was prettier than me, too. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but they have a word counting most. But yeah. they just gave up. They gave up. They gave up. Something like that book, what, Three Feet from Gold? Yeah. You know, somebody, somebody's minding that mind, and they just know they're going to hit gold. And yeah. they don't hit it, they quit. Next person comes along, tick, tick, tick. Boom. There it is. Right. Come on, man. What would you <laughs> say in your experience is the, the biggest differentiator between those people who, who say they're going to do it, who try to do it, put in a good effort, and then quit, versus those people who get in there and then they stay the course and they actually achieve that success that they're looking for. If you could boil it down to one factor, one attribute, one characteristic, what would you say is probably the thing that uh, predicts that most? Perseverance. Perseverance. Um, I mean, you have to have that skill set in business, especially in entrepreneurship. Yes. I mean, if you want to go work for somebody, uh, you ain't necessarily got to persevere. You can just you do have to be able to put, put an application. And <laughs> follow instructions. But, right, right. And follow instructions. But if you want... If you want to grow and you want to just be this person that people look at and they look at you as a profound individual, right? You're going to have to be willing to persevere. You're going to have to be willing to overcome obstacles. And if you don't want any obstacles, go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> go back to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, so many, sleep. there's so many people that I know like... When like it gets so hard, all mm-hmm. they want to do is put their hands up, and I'm like, "When it get hard, you know what I do? Go hard. What you think I do when it get hard? You dig deep. I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you would, I laugh. You would do something like that. I laugh. And you say, well, "What's funny? Ain't that funny? Ain't about nothing being funny. I laugh. Cause you know why." Because at the end of the day, I, I'm the same way when I when I get something good happen, yeah. I'm smiling. Something bad happen, I'm smiling. I, I had days where I lost $60,000, $70,000, real estate transactions, this and that, and I just laughed. It was, it was a point in time where it would bother me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And but you have to Get your self-control. And you have to know that you don't control nothing but you. That's yeah. the only goddamn thing you control. You don't control no women. You don't control no kids. You don't control no customers. You don't, yeah. control, you, you don't control nothing. All you control is you. Yeah. And you don't even control that 100%. Yeah. But it's about the closest percentage yeah. of thing that yeah. you can control. So knowing that you want to control you, that's all you need to worry about. That's actually a great transition into uh, this current market in yeah. which we find ourselves. For sure. Uh, uh, because that is something else, ain't it? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'll tell you, people People look at us as I'm a mortgage loan originator. Yeah. And actually, we're working on uh, opening up a, a mortgage company as well. Mm. So, uh, nice. But 
uh, people look at us as if we're making more money because interest rates the are interest high. rate are high. We're not <laughs> we're making no money. No, we we hurt like we hurt. That the interest rates are low. That's, I mean, higher just like so. Most I, I can't qualify. Officer. If you guys can't exactly. qualify, I can't get paid. That's exactly. what people not understand. And but but people look at it when you're on the other side as mm-hmm. if you happy or no. Yeah. Your approval went from three hundred thousand to two hundred thousand because interest rates went up. Yeah. yeah, you think I'm happy about that? No, <laughs> it's harder for you to buy I'm a house, not. and I'm gonna get paid less. What you do? And I get paid Who less. Wins? My my percentage is based on how high you approve it, exactly. not how low it is. Yeah, right. I don't get paid more because it's less. I get paid more because it's more. <laughs> exactly. You know, so it's just it's one of those things. So, have you seen a, a, any kind of slowdown? Because I know interest rates have gone up a, a lot, like just in the last ah, man, three, four months. This market has not slowed down, dude. But still, yeah, yeah it's still crazy. This market has not slowed down. Even if it slows down, it can afford to slow down. It can afford to slow down. Like, this market can afford to slow down and still be fast. Yeah. Like, you're doing 100, you hit the brakes, you still speed. Like, <laughs> like right. You, no, you're doing like 160. <laughs> you can afford to do 100. So, yeah. this market is doing 160. Right now, they doing it's doing the dash. They can afford to do one one hundred ninety five. Who cares? You still over the speed limit. Like, <laughs> like, good amount. You still yeah. go to jail tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you forty miles over the speed limit, bro. Yeah. So, in this current market, who who is not only taking advantage of it, but like who in this current market is it the best for right now? It's the best <laughs> it's the best for I would say risk takers okay um people who just feels as if they're gonna make the best of it and they're not gonna complain about how high the interest rates are they're not complaining about because there's so many different things there's so many programs that are out now in the market where you can build up a real estate portfolio with very little to no money and some people are so caught up on how how the interest rates are okay. that it's going over their head, and they don't even know these things are around. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. so let's go into that because, as far as like, especially in the real estate investment space, there's mm-hmm. there's so many ways to skin a cat. But um, if you were like just picking up your first property in this current market, what would you uh, recommend to any uh, real estate investors just starting out? Call Darren. Okay. Right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Contact information will be in the comments. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And and, I, and I'll tell you though, seriously. I mean, we we have products where they will finance 100% of the acquisition costs up to 100% of acquisition costs and 75% of rehab costs. Wow. So is that the 403k or is that a different program? no it's just great investment it's a great investment loan 12 to 18 month type payback thing okay. and um we, we we rock and roll it you can get up to like four properties wow what but this is for investors mm-hmm. okay this isn't for you to live in with your girl yeah. and kiss her good night okay this, this is, is something strictly for cash flow this is you know this is for, for flippers that's for flippers yeah. this is for flippers now there are cash flows also, but what I'm referring to now is for flippers. Okay. People who want to flip a house, what I'm referring to now is for flippers. Okay. Got it. Now, what advice would you give to somebody who's trying to purchase their first home? Uh, 
in this current market. So you want to purchase your first home in this market. It's a lot of great programs out of down payment assistance. Uh, typically, uh, city programs are the best. The lender programs really suck for the most part, <laughs> right? But I would say just if you want to purchase your first, first home, just purchase it. Like, just do it because right now, it, like, this market is so far out of control. If you let it get any further out of control, you won't be able to afford it. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, what the future holds for this market. But what I do know is, is that if you don't buy nothing, you don't have nothing, right? And so, if rent prices continue to go up the way they are, right, you are going to be really house poor, right? Mm -hmm. And you're going to be forced out of Jacksonville. You're going to be forced to move to Brunswick or not even really Brunswick because Brunswick is high now. You, you're going to have to go I, somewhere, I maybe Palette Cordell. Nice this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to go to Cordell or something. Or Uli. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, Uli is high. You can't even oh, go to Uli. You got to go further than that. Yeah. Yeah. So believe me, listen, this market where it's taking us right now it's do or die. It's do or die. So that person sitting on the fence, you like, get off the fence. It's time to move. Nike, just do it. <laughs> this is, look, 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 look. It, what, what are you waiting on? What are you? Oh, wait for interest rate to go down. You know what happened if interest rates go down? Hmm. You know, value goes down. But do you know what happened? I necessarily. I mean, in this but market, do you know if we, if we go from this if market interest, to interest rates, rates going down? If interest rates go down, then that means you get a refinance. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. That's what that means. So it doesn't matter that interest rates are up, right? All that matters is is can you afford it? Mm -hmm. Yes or no. Check the box. Yeah. Right? Check whichever box. If you can afford it, get it. If you can't, sit on the couch. But the couch, right? if you're renting it, it's gonna be yeah. more expensive than a mortgage yeah. anyway. It will. But these are the things that you have to make clear concise decisions mm. you want it or you don't get in or get out you know and that's just that's just the name of the game right now but i would highly recommend anybody who wants to be a first-time home buyer to buy you know why because you can't lose you own a piece of real estate so even if you bought it on the upswing you don't know if it's going to continue going because you look at property value in miami Hmm. California, yeah, we got a long way to go, buddy, to catch up with those. <laughs> a long way. Uh, so don't get caught up I know into what. Huh? <laughs> I don't know if we want to be in that. It doesn't matter what you want. Yeah. <laughs> what you That's want true. don't mean nothing. It, it matters what's going to happen. Yeah. And we don't know. If we get to Miami, you got houses over in Miami Gardens, near Polka Bean Projects, all kind of oh places. Yep. They, those houses, four, five, six hundred thousand dollars Yep. Right? That's the same type of neighborhood as you could, in comparison, Moncrief and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Now you can get a house, one to two hundred thousand in those neighborhoods. If the things continue to project the way they are now, continue to increase the way they are now, dude, I mean, you're talking about this same Jacksonville community getting to those levels as far as home prices. And you're sitting on the sideline talking about how high houses are. They're mm -hmm. really not that high. Truthfully, they're really low in comparison to if you look around the country and big cities. 
Mm-hmm. They're really low. You get in now or you can cry later. Just like people waiting on home prices go down four years ago. Mm-hmm. Right? And you see what mm-hmm. happened? You either yeah. can afford it or you can't. So if you can afford it, buy a house. If you can't, don't buy. It's just that simple. You know, get you a piece of real estate because if you got you a piece of real estate, you won't have no regrets. Most people regret what they didn't do. Yep. First, I got so many things I've done, so many investments I've done. Bad investments, good investments, okay investments. Mm -hmm. And the only investments that I think about is the ones I didn't do. Yeah. I never think about the bad investment. I never think about the good ones. Really. You did them. <laughs> I did it. I never yeah, think about it. the okay one, right? What I really think about is, dang, why I didn't get that condo up in Atlanta? Dang. Why didn't I keep that one? You know, like, mm-hmm. those are the things that you think about. It's really more so what you don't do. That's what people really, truly regret. What they don't do. So, if you're it, you're sitting at the table right now, you're on the fence. You need to just do it because if you don't, I can guarantee you, you will regret it. Okay, so with this housing market, of course, as crazy as it mm-hmm. is, how does this also pertain to the black community? I when it comes to the black community, they should be so excited because I mean. You got so many people that look like you, that actually know their shit, that can help you. I mean, shit. I mean, so many people that about me. <laughs> it's just so many people that are knowledgeable, that are literally giving out free information. If you're black and you don't own a house, I hope it's just because you don't want to. But don't say because the man... Because it's not. It's because Mm -hmm. either you choose not to or you don't. I thought about something. Mm -hmm. Uh So, I didn't realize anything. I mean, I'm 30. I'm not sure. How old are you? 35. Okay. So, So, I didn't realize anything about income tax until I was like 18. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like when you're growing up, you don't know anything about income tax. You just, mm-hmm. you kind of like, all right, well, around this time of the year, we start getting new shit, whatever the case may be, new <laughs> right. stuff, right? And I didn't realize when you have a kid from, I guess, from the time they're born to about 18, mm-hmm. you're getting income tax money. Absolutely. You're getting on the low end 35000 if you have. 3500 Sorry, sorry. sorry. Thirty five hundred. Right? Please don't no, no, think 30, about that program. No, no, thirty five hundred, <laughs> no, and no. then up until like if you have three or yeah. more, about like ten k, right? Right, right, right. So you're getting that money at least for fifteen to eighteen years. Mm-hmm. So in essence, you're getting six figures. And what I realize is the black community as a whole. Um, just the knowledge is out there, but a lot of people aren't making waves to their work. You could have, you know, a couple of people get together, buy duplexes, buy this, buy that, where a lot of the money is in depreciating assets, Mm -hmm. cars, trips, things like that, to where six months go by, by September, even sometimes by May, June, it's gone. Right. So... That's the difference between, like, 
people who are like just goal oriented like me like i i never bought designer anything until maybe a year ago no. but i but i've made millions of dollars and even half of the designer stuff i i have i i never bought it my wife bought almost every yeah. piece maybe except maybe two right? okay so i don't I don't, it, but these are the things, these are the things, like these habits and stuff, like we all have habits, right? Of course. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, these are the things where I sacrifice. Like I'll spend $60,000 in a week on a house, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to just going to freaking the store and buy something, it's hard for me to spend 600 <laughs> you know? Yeah. Seriously. And, but... That's kind of, and then my wife, she got to kind of talk to me a little bit and be like, oh, you know, you need to do something for yourself. Uh, and then eventually I'll probably do it, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying all that to say, you got to be willing to sacrifice. If you want more, if you don't want to be in the rat race, so to speak, you got to sacrifice. Put some up and you don't have to put it in the bank. Okay. You can invest it. Mm -hmm. Put it in a house. I look at houses like banks. Okay. I can walk in, fix it up, put it on the market, cash out. Don't necessarily lose any value on it. It can only go yeah. up. Well, mm -hmm. how's value can go down. You can't go down. Let's yeah, believe it. But at the end of the day, I'd rather have my money in a house. That's my that's that's my vehicle of investing. Mm -hmm. Right? Every person's vehicle is different. Some people stock, some people whatever. But my vehicle invested is houses. Why? Because it makes sense. It works. You got a roof. And what goes down must go up. If your stock go down, you know what? Come to bankrupt, go out of business. If your house go down, just keep living, buddy. <laughs> just keep living. Yeah. Eventually, eventually, eventually it'll, it'll go back up. It might not go back up till you're 65. <laughs> but at least your kids point. will be enjoying Somebody will be able to enjoy it. Yeah. You may not be able to enjoy the money at that point. But it will go up at some point. Okay. So as far as strategies, I mean, is it exclusively flips or do you do any buy and hold? Or I got buy and hold. I got a portfolio, probably like 16 doors. Oh. Um, yeah, about 16 doors. And um, But I buy and hold, fix and flipping. This is a flipping market, though, oh. for me. Mm -hmm. It's a flipping market. Like, this is a market to flip. Versus buy and hold. When I buy and hold, I like to buy low and keep it. Mm -hmm. I don't like to buy high and keep it. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I got a lot of yeah. debt on my head, right? Yeah. So that's just the way I think, right? Mm -hmm. Buy low, pay cash, keep it. Done. I don't think about it again. Pay me a little taxes, keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Right? But uh, buy high, sell fast. Yeah. Buy low, keep long. Buy high, simple. sell fast. Okay. That's that's kind of if I buy high, I'm trying to get rid of it. Excuse me, I need my money back. Right? Okay. Yes. So, so if your extensive, you know, experience in real estate, mm -hmm. um, if you could tell your, you know, as as far as you know, you being accomplished, if you could tell your younger self anything that would have caused you less drama and or pain mm -hmm. and stress, what would you tell? Man, keep your relationship with your woman good. 
because that's really that's the key the key is is having a good relationship with your woman at all times no arguing no fighting no keep that tight keep that tight keep that right at all given times on by like no exceptions no excuses no nothing keep that tight because a woman can be the reason why everything intact and they can be the same reason why everything falls apart and it's not the blaming on the woman because it's not the woman's fault it's your fault but if you don't have your relationships right then your head is not going to be in the game so if you're going to have a woman make sure that relationship is on point at all times because it's not about how good the deal is it's about how much your head is in the deal and if your head is all over the place because you got all kind of personal stuff going on you ain't even gonna realize the deal you might have a million dollars on the table right now and you around here you looking at it like it's 50 cent not the rapper yeah. <laughs> you understand and, 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 and you around here and you got this right there on the table Come on, man. But that's the way it goes. So you got to have your personal life together. Point blank period. Woman, man, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Whatever, however you get down, whatever, however you move, you need to have that together. That's my advice. How can they find you, Darren? Uh, well, uh, you can find me myself. <laughs> okay. All right. Feel free to shoot me a text message. Text is better. Okay. Uh, 904-330-6070. Okay. All right. Email dg at clear, then the number four, closing.com. Okay. Uh, website, www.thegardenerempire.com. Okay. All right. All right. And um, we're readily available. We're ready to make moves. We're ready to teach you guys, whatever it is you need to know, just got to, you know, be a good follower. And then a good follower, you'll be a good leader for someone else and lead them up. You never know. I may call you. Well, with that being the case, man, we're about to get out of here. Uh, my name is Aaron with my host. JP3. And with my guest. Darren Gardner. And we're out of here. Later, guys. Peace. Because right now, it, like, this market is so far out of control. If you let it get any further out of control, you won't be able to afford it. I don't know where this market is taking us. But what I and do we'll be know, right back. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? I, I have no idea. <laughs> cool. I, was, I was waiting for what you were about to finish with. And I was like, oh, uh, damn, this is going to be a good quote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he cut me off. He said, we'll be right back. You and we'll be know. right back. What? What? What <laughs> <laughs> just happened? I, I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> so why, why are you spiking straight with that? I don't know. I was waiting for what you were about to finish with, and I was like, oh, damn, this is going to be a good quote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he cut me off. <laughs> he said, we'll be right back. You.